Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Hi, and welcome to episode 258 of Martha Runs the World. I debated a long time with myself whether I was going to do an episode this week. If you listened to my very short episode last week, you know I had an accident on the trail. I fell. Oh, and if you haven't, I'll catch you up here. I fell on an easy part of the trail that I've gone on a hundred times before. I tripped over a rock and I crushed my shoulder and my one of my arm bones. So I had to have surgery this past week and I'm going back to work in a week and a half, but it's been very painful. I am happy to report that this morning was the first time that I didn't wake up in complete pain, but it's been... uh, uh, a terrible experience. (laughs) And it's been really, really disheartening. It's crushed me in many ways. I know I will get through this and get past it, but it's, it's really changed a lot of what I wanted to do currently and in the near future and in the future for next year. So I wasn't sure I thought, oh, I'm just going to skip it. But then I thought, I've never skipped an episode. I don't want to start skipping episodes now. I don't want you to think that I'm going to start skipping and fade away. So I decided to do this episode. The name of the episode is Make 2024 the Year of Changes, Even If Things Fall Apart. And things did fall apart for me. As I was home, I realized that everything that I planned, everything that I wanted, and everything that I look forward to is gone. (laughs) It's all gone. You know that scene in, in the Christmas story where the dogs get the turkey? It's gone. All gone. Everything's gone. So that's what I looked at. And I'm past the emotional stage. I've done enough crying and my shoulder doesn't hurt at the moment. It's been the best it's been since the accident happened. So I think this is a good time for me to record and I'll get the episode out and move forward and on with the show. So, yeah. I had a full schedule of races and training and travel all set for 2024. It was going to be a big year for big new distances for me. And then last 
week, a week ago, this past Saturday, it smashed all that to bits. Literally. <sighs> After this episode, if you haven't listened to episode 257, it's only like 10 minutes long, so go ahead and listen to it. You'll hear the whole horror story of what happened to me. When I got home from the hospital, I sifted through all of it and what it means, if in fact it means anything at all. My surgeon says, well, shh, happens. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. Maybe just stuff happens. Maybe there's no meaning to it. Maybe that's just life. But I like to find meaning in things, and I like to learn from things, and I like to move past just the surface level. I like to go deeper and see what can I learn from this? What can I do to move forward and not have this not happen again? God, pr please, praise Jesus. <laughs> but I think it's a sort of sign or a signal that I can use as a new starting point and move ahead. Now, for most of my adult life, I was an alcoholic, very active alcoholic, and I was a drifter. I had no goals, no dreams. I didn't have any desire to be anything that required hard work. As a kid, my mom determined what my life was going to be, what my career was going to be, and what my dreams were. I wasn't given the choice to be what I wanted to be. It was what she wanted me to be. And so I fought against it the whole time because I didn't want to be what she wanted me to be, which was a concert violinist, if you can believe that. I didn't have the talent for it. I wasn't good at it. She thought I was the best in the world, but I wasn't. But I but I had nothing to replace it for with. I, I didn't know how to go about actually being something else. I wasn't given any guidance at all, so I drifted. So I didn't bother forming any dreams about my future. I didn't bother forming any way of getting to where I wanted to be, which I didn't know where that was going to be. <laughs> I didn't know. It wasn't until I gained sobriety that I found the power of goals. I know a lot of people have goals right from their the kid. They know what they're going to be. They work really hard for it and they go for it. I, I Not me. No. But when I was sober, the goal of becoming sober made me understand that goals are good. And if I can become sober, I can do other things. I can do hard things. Yeah, they require a lot of work. Being sober requires a lot of work. But if I can do that, I can do other things. I can really become something else. So I found the power of goals. And now I'm a goal-oriented person, whereas before I never was. Goals are dreams set into action. So goals help us attain what we truly want. And without them, we can't really get what we want. And in running, most runners find goals invaluable. Let me talk about goal building in general first. And so here are some guidelines. As we go into 2024, I'm sure you have goals you want to attain in your running as well. Be it maybe you just want to be a more efficient runner. Maybe you have a certain race you want to run. Maybe you don't run races at all, but you just want to go and do things better. Maybe you want to enjoy running more. Maybe you're a walker and you just want to walk more. So. 
Let me talk about goal building first. Here are some guidelines to help you create some reasonable goals for your own 2024 running calendar. Now, goal structuring, build the goals into your schedule. When you constantly feel pressed for time, achieving any goal can seem daunting. So you really need to put them in your calendar. And I create an Excel spreadsheet because I love Excel and I kind of like doing that. So I have it laid out. I have a nice little layout that I use and I put in the workouts that I'm going to do. And it, and what I did <laughs> for, for my next race is that I had all my nice little workouts, everything up to the race and all this stuff. So that's what I was doing. So if you, if you put them in there, you know that it's there. You can do it in your phone. You can put your workouts in your phone if you want. So you get a little reminder and you can look at it. So if you need to do a doctor's appointment or you need to do an interview, you don't schedule it in the same time as your run workout or your gym workout. You want to do it at a different time. You want to take your running seriously. This is what makes it so important and so invaluable. Start slower than you think you need to. That's one thing that I know I made a big mistake at. I was rushing things. I was hurrying this. I wanted these big goals so much that I really rushed my training. And that's one of my big mistakes. I realize that now. Uh, as I laid in pain, I realized that I was rushing. I thought I could do everything all at once. I can't. And especially as that I'm older, it's just, it doesn't work. So many runners like me set goals that are too high. And I always hear about runners who don't set goals high enough. You can do it. If you believe you can do it, you can do it. Well, maybe, but you got to start slow. Maybe later in the future you can, but right now you can't. You have to work towards that. And I think the overachieving belief that's so prevalent now in running is really hurting a lot of us. And I'm going to talk about that in my, in a future episode in my anniversary, my fifth anniversary show, where it's a fear of FOMO, fear, the fear of missing the FOMO show, I guess it should call it the fear of missing out. I'm going to talk about that a lot in there. There were, where all these influencers and media and people who are, who are professional athletes set these standards that are too high for the rest of us. You want to, you, you ha, it needs to be small. Your goal fulfillment needs to start out slow and small. You ha, do slow increments, especially if you're like me and you're coming back from surgery. When I came back from hip surgery, I should have taken it slower. I should not have done these huge giant leaps because I wanted them. I shouldn't have done that. I pushed myself way too fast too soon. So make your goals slower and and smaller than you think. Attach your small goals to a reward. And it doesn't have to be food-based. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. We respond well to incentives. So if your end goal is to finish all your training, and to run this race, then treat yourself to some new running gear, maybe a new sweatshirt or a new 
pair of shorts with pockets, please. That's, oh my gosh, don't even get me started. I, I got this pair of Capri, Capri uh, pants, running pants, one pocket, one pocket. Why are there not two? Why are there not two pockets? Why are you depriving us of pockets? Running clothing manufacturers, why are you depriving us of pockets? All right, I'm getting off that. Sorry, sorry. Um, but you, but treat yourself, maybe take an extra rest day or cook your favorite meal, healthy meal, and you'll be surprised how much more you'll do if you get these extra perks. Reward yourself. You deserve it. Just don't go hog wild, you know, don't make it a, like a Sunday every time you do something really, really spectacular, but, but do something cool. Now there's that old SMART, S-M-A-R-T goals. And SMART is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely. Now I'm not, I'm never going to remember that and I don't expect you to, but specific is ask yourself, is my goal specific and well-defined? Measurable. Ask yourself, can I measure my goal? Will I know when I've achieved it? Attainable. Ask yourself, is this goal in the optimal challenge zone for me? Not too challenging and not too easy? Realistic. Ask yourself, do I have time and other resources to devote to this goal and what might stand in my way? Timely. Ask yourself, what is the time frame for me to accomplish this goal? Those are really, really important questions as you set your goals down for 2024 and keep those all in mind for something. If there's a big goal you want and you think you can do it, but make sure that it fits within the time frame. You don't want to give up everything in your life just for one race. Now, my own personal goals are gone now. I'm not going to get that really long race like I thought I was. In fact, I don't know what my running will be like after this. I know I will have to start over from the beginning again. I, I'm just going to have to start all over again. Ugh. I don't look forward to that, but it is what it is. I, I just have to do it. I, I don't really have a whole lot of choice. And for the first time in my life, I feel afraid. I'm not the same person I was before my fall, and I don't know how to get that fierceness back. I, I think I will, but it's going to take a while. Right now, I just feel weak and afraid and scared. And it's, it's just, a, it's not a very good feeling. I know I'm still healing. I have like a week and a half more of convalescence at home before I go back to work. And that'll help me get back, going back to work and gain, being useful again and being out of the apartment and stuff will help a lot. I know that's going to be really, really good for me, but it's just, it's going to take some time. I can't even start physical therapy for five more weeks <laughs> until I get this, this sling off. So it's going to be a while. Once again, I will, as I said, I will be starting out as a beginning runner, but this time I think I'm going to stick with the intervals because 
they seemed to work fine for me when I started out after my first hip surgery and I did interval training then. So I think I'm going to stick with that rather than just try to run the whole time. That didn't work out too well for me. So I'm going to do interval training and see how that goes. I do know that I want to be a better runner. I want to be a better road runner. I want, I eventually want to be a better trail runner. I'm afraid of the trails right now. I, I don't mind saying I'm afraid. I'm afraid of that section of trail, but I will go on that tr- section of trail. I'm not going to let it win. It will not win. That, that trail, the coastal trail is not going to beat me. No, it's not. I do want to be a better runner. I want to have better form. And I'm afraid, I don't know how the shoulder injury is going to affect my posture, which was not great to begin with. So I want to work on that. And I want to be a better runner in shorter distances. The Golden Gate half still haunts me. And I would like to do another half, but do it well. I want to do it well. I want to do shorter distances for a while and get comfortable with them. It's important for me to do well in shorter distances, as well as longer distances eventually. Now, see, the problem I have is that I want to move out of the Bay Area in 2025, so I'm not going to be focusing on doing a lot, tons of running and tons of travel and tons of, of long races, because I really, really need to move out of here. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to leave things open. I'm not, I'm not going to have a real, real full schedule. I'm not going to look forward to a lot of things. I'm just going to be focused on getting my running back and being better at it and eating right and losing weight and just being healthy. I need to work harder and I need to get stronger because if I, because if I'm falling, after a mile on the trail, there's something wrong. I really believe that there is something wrong and I have to fix it. I, I just can't believe that, oh, well, it's just an accident. Accidents happen. Accidents happen for a reason. And with my shoulder all messed up, I can't believe it won't affect my posture negatively. So I've got to work on my posture. I mean, my, my posture was terrible to begin with. So you got to think it's going to be worse. So I will work on that. And I just, I want to be a better runner. I really, really want to be a better runner. I I think that will help me all in all in my running, just to be a better runner, to be stronger, to really take things more seriously. And I, I will work with the physical therapist. Hopefully I have the same one that I had before. She was great. I, I really liked her a lot. So hopefully I'll have her again and just really um, put a lot of effort into it and just come back stronger than ever. Because as I say, I fall down, but I get back up eventually. (laughs) Oh, Oh my goodness. I've had a lot of time to think about it. And I just, I didn't respect the distances that I ran. I didn't respect the half marathon. And then, then I, Ran a five, tried to do the turkey trot at Thanksgiving, and I couldn't even finish the five miles, so I wound up only doing the three mile race. That's not right. There's something wrong there. So, 
what makes me think that I could actually go out and do 50 miles in February? I, I couldn't. I can't. So I'm probably going to wind up doing the half that he has available in February, but I'm still going to make my vacation out there because I have the time off. So I'm going to do it. And that's, and my, my splint will be off by then. So I'm going to make the trip, got the time. I'm going for that. So that'll be fun. And I'll tell you all about that. And it, it's, it's one of the things that I'm learning about, and I will talk about it in the FOMO anniversary show, is that we can't compare ourselves to others. We really can't. We are our own and we are on our own journey. My journey is completely separate from anybody else. I don't care what anyone else is doing. I have to do what I'm doing. I realize I'm not the only one that's going through hard times now as well. I know that many people have a hard time over the holidays. Christmas is not my favorite holiday. I think I've mentioned that before. I just, I don't really like it, but I get through it. I, I like December 26th when it's over. I, I enjoy that day, <laughs> but I know other people are going through rough times too. Two-time guest Tony Wen is going through tough time right now. He just had surgery this past week and he's recuperating. So I hope he does well and we wish him the best. And I know he's had a rough year in running as well. So I, I, I feel your pain, Tony. I really do. And I hope, I hope 2024 is, is great for you. And I want to see you back on the roads, back on the trails. I want to see pictures of you again running with that big smile that you have. Cause it, it's, it sucks, you know, getting hurt and falling falling really sucks i don't like it at all and this is only the second time i've fallen <laughs> it died. i don't like it i don't want to do it again <sighs> so no i've decided no i'm not going to do that again uh-uh erase that erase that check no not falling again no more no more no more and i wish you all the very best for in 2024 i wish that all of you will reach your running goals and have an amazing year. I want to hear all about it. I'll tell you all about my my beginning running and all about my little gains and how it's going for me starting over again. <laughs> again and again and again and again because that's what we have to do. <laughs> Yep, I'm not giving up. I'm just gonna just take me a little bit of time to get back there. <laughs> just a little bit, but I will be there and I will be tell you all about the books, the running books I've read and I'll keep going. We're going to have some guests coming up in the new year and so there will be much fun to be had. All right, so that is today's show and thank you so much for joining me and thank you so much for being a part of it. If you want to become a member of the show, you can for $2 a month. There is a link for that on the website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you want to become a Patreon patron, there are different uh, limits. And that is also, there is also a link for that on the website, MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. If you want to email me, please do so at MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. And until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. <laughs>